When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. This episode of Worcester's Breakaway is brought to you, as always, by our Patreon subscribers. Could not do without you. If you want to become a Patreon subscriber, go to patreon.com slash Worcester's Breakaway today. Become a sponsor of the show. And also, our actual official sponsor, TickPicks. Hashtag no fees. If you're looking for a website that doesn't hide any of what the, any of what the actual price is for tickets, TickPick.com. Go today. Uh, all right. This is our 200th episode. I cannot believe we're here. Blue Shirts Banter joins us for a live show. And at the end, we have Dom from The Athletic that comes on and talks only to Greg about the New York Rangers season preview. Uh, that's it. Hope you guys enjoyed the live show. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a burner. Uh, I believe Greg, uh, us, mostly Greg, uh, burns a lot of bridges we have, uh, out there. So tune in and hope you have a good time. Here we go. Here's our Messier. Hi everybody. It's Mark Messier and you're listening to Blue Shirts Breakaway, the number one Rangers podcast. Welcome to Blue Shirts Breakaway, the 200th live episode. Can I, can I get a praise B? Nah, people showed up. That's right, motherfuckers. Uh, this is also the 157th Blue Shirts Banter episode. Nice. Uh, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a better. I, I believe. I believe that is a silver anniversary. <laughs> Must be. Um, so today we'll be going over some categories that I wrote up on my cellular device on the train right here. Shout out to the LRR. Oh, I took a great Uber the other day. Oh, I took a wonderful Uber here. Oh, we're going to tell Uber Yeah, story? the driver didn't say shit. That's oh. why it was a wonderful Uber. <laughs> it was great. We sat in utter silence for 45 minutes. That's everything I ever want to happen in an Uber. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the 200th episode of Blue Trips Breakaway. Yeah, Sponsored is, by Uber. Yeah, no. Oh, Say nothing. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Thank you. Yeah. Sponsor all season. Yeah. They have a okay. real sponsor. Um, no None. fees. No fees. Woo! Sorry. Yeah, that was a nice plug by my friend out there. Um, I wanted to uh, just let everyone know that this is about the size of the Barclays, and I wanted to say we filled it out. Just looks like a, this looks like an Islanders game live. Everyone see? For those of you who everyone can't have a good see, angle. It's, it's enormous. It's it really at least is. seven people here. There's two football fields worth of people. It's here. unbelievable. Same amount of Ranger fans on an Islander game too. Yes. Oh God. All right. Let's um let's start this out with a question for Joe and Mike from Blue Shirts Banter. And I just wanted to say uh, say something nice about Blue Shirts Breakaway. It's funny. <laughs> Ryan is easily no, you, Ryan is easily the sexiest New York wow, Rangers podcaster that's that's out there in the space. Not a lot of podcasts <laughs> can say they founded a religion. You got that going. That's true. What did uh, you guys do? Anything he's good? creepy. Apparently, oh, cool. yeah. That's true. That's I'm also creepy. Ran, I just I can't believe you guys threw Steve step with Steve under the bus like that. Wow! Oh my oh, God! Really? Shots fired. Let's oh, really? skip that right now. Um, Greg, Greg, <laughs> this was something. No, you didn't. 
No, Greg's being a dick. We um, love you, Stat Boy Steve. <laughs> no, never. Uh, Greg, this one's for you. Uh, a train is coming, and you control the switch. On one track is Panarin, Capocaco, Hank, and Truba. And on the other track is Pete Alonzo. Which way are you setting the train? <laughs> easy. No, hold on. Hold on. This is easy. This is easy. You set the train to Pete Alonzo because he stops that fucking train. Like oh! <laughs> you think Pete Alonzo's going to get run over by a fucking train? Well, you're lucky because I knew you were going to say that, so I have a follow-up. Oh, fair um, <laughs> the, in, in this scenario, uh-huh. uh, Pete Alonzo either yeah. has a Hall of Fame career. Okay. He hits 50 home runs every year. Kay. He never gets caught for the PEDs he's doing. Or <laughs> hold on, hold on. You you've seen his fucking body. That man doesn't know what a PED was if it slapped him in the face. Or yeah. you move to Philadelphia for the rest of your life. <laughs> well, no, it's easy, guys. I moved to Philadelphia because I'm dead within six months. Like, are you kidding me? No, that was the real question. No, no, no. I know it's a real question. You know what I was going to answer? Is there a follow-up question to that? No, that's it. All right. Okay. Um, uh, I we'll keep going with the categories. Uh, recently, MSG seemed to step up their social media game by posting emojis and actually trying to be funny. Um, who did they hire and why didn't they contact any of us? I'm sorry. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for the question. Oh, that's good that Joe wasn't paying attention. Uh, yeah, well, I was paying attention. I'm just so shocked that that was what the question was. I don't know who they hired. I've got I a lot of heaters. Is that okay? What did you say? I have a lot of heaters. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so, cool. I don't know who they hired. They didn't ask me. They hate me. I actually know, I know who they hired because she tweeted something the other day and I started following her, but I don't remember. She's anything. not part of this, though. She's the new social media like coordinator. But she didn't what do you think a social media coordinator know, does? She just started. What do you think Twitter is? She media. just started. They definitely Twi- have to. Twitter's definitely social media. 100%. So she definitely coordinates the Twitter but she just, with the other social media. She just started. That She just told the us The emoji happened before she started. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't think you know how important it Just know works. the Rangers are listening to this podcast now because of us in a very bad way. Right. No, You're they, associated now they in know. a bad way. Well, uh, they tried to sell us season tickets JR, like a month ago. Up? Shout out to Sam and she, they call yeah. us up. They're like, we love Church of Caco. Anyway, you want to buy season tickets for like $9,000? Sure, $9, don't. Sure, sure don't. don't. Thanks so much. They're like, buy a suite. Perfect like, time no. to shout out our Patreon followers we'll, for that we'll one. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Blue Shirt uh, Yeah, thank you so much. That yeah, was sick. Great plug. Uh, I want to just do a mic check. Mike, how you doing? Mike's okay. That's good. Mike, let's get it up for Mike. <laughs> um, uh, this question is for all of you. We'll start with Greg. Name something Rangers related you're thankful for outside of Cabocaco. Right there. Uh, Gregory McKegory. What, what about him directly? Just him being in my life. Does anyone follow Mike McKegg on it's, Twitter? It's Greg McKegg's dad. That's his dad. He's the most <laughs> wholesome Twitter follower I've ever met in my entire life. He's got 54. There are at least 10 of you here. So you need to follow him to get to at least 60. He's wonderful. He's just talking about being in... Why am I still talking about this? I, <laughs> I, we have to fill a couple of yeah, minutes. You're giving here. us time but it, to it, answer. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I like Greg McKay. He seems fun. Okay, me too. Joey, Mike is great on the spot. Mike, you can go next. Oh, that's good. Uh, that they gave a fuck about Hartford is my. Is oh, the thing I'm good. For. Nice answer. They seem to. That's a real answer. Did yeah, that's a real, real podcast. No, actually, no. put in a new coaching staff. They, you know, increased their scouting department. It's like, oh, we're gonna have not a shit show in Hartford, which. I'm looking forward to because these kids need to play somewhere where they're not just like a garbage fire. Actually, 24/7. a developmental yeah. place so where yeah. you can like yeah, have devel- a good franchise. You know what? Prospects and development; those words should be together a lot, and that wasn't happening for a couple of years. That's yeah, hard, that's a hard follow-up for you, Joe. Go on. I'm happy the Rangers at least won a game at Traverse City, so that everybody wasn't trying to trade every prospect that they had after Game One. Oh, uh, they well, they were. They were 100. Yeah, as you know, uh, it was from such Sturkin's a high a bus, to by such the way. a low. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard. That was Adam one of my questions. Was good that was one of though. my questions. I have it right now. Say Igor's last name. 
Well, now it's Shisterkin. Okay, Shisterkin. You're the only person I can't say. I can't. It used to be Shisterkin, but he changed the spelling, so now it's Shisterkin. Did you guys? I did not enjoy going on the rabbit hole of the 2014 NHL draft. It was the most miserable hour that I had at work. Why did that you do can't it? be Why, I guess. true? Well, because <laughs> what led it, what led to that decision? Uh, you well, watched I saw, the Mets. I saw Halverson sign with the Leafs on a PTO. Oh, I understand. That. So then I was like, oh, that was a fun draft. What what possibly could have happened? A lot of bad things happened. You want to give an example? So sure, people don't sure. Um, the Rangers traded draft pick eventually went to the team called the New York Islanders. Okay, they took a guy by the name of Josh Hosek. Okay. That's not ideal. Well, that hasn't been good for them either. Cool. 20 picks after the Rangers took a guy by the name of Brandon Halverson. They draft, uh, the tar- uh, Tampa Bay Lightning drafted a guy by the name of Braden Point. Is he good? Yeah, he's, he's decent. Oh, that one's the Rangers Is he signed? Yeah, uh, no. No. Marner, baby. Then the Rangers took a guy by the name of Keegan Iverson. I remember that. Not, that not Allen, but Keegan Gro- Iverson. Gro- groans from the crowd. What would have right. been the worst draft pick? Well, no. The good news is 27 picks after the Rangers took Iverson. Some guy named Victor Arvidsson was drafted. And then More groans. And then uh, the third pick the Rangers had in the draft was this guy named Igor Chesterkin. The second go- – imagine for a second. The year is 2019. The Rangers use their first pick on a goalie. They then take an Iverson. And then they use their third pick on a goalie. Two of the first three picks the Rangers had that year were goalies. We would have thrown a fit. That it would, would be have been, it would have been fun. like having – Goalie taken 39th overall. You mean like Stop. last year? Yeah. He was their Maybe fourth pick, Joe. Who gives a shit? We still care. I do. Why? They because. <laughs> here we go. No, okay. tell me no, why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Because I feel like. So uh, just before, I just want to preface. The reason why you're mad is because the Rangers took Vitaly Kravtsov ninth. That's Keandre good. Miller, 22nd, good. and Niels Lundqvist, 29th. Are you and you're pissed about, oh, yeah, we took a goalie for it. Are it's you just so conditioned to well, We missed out on value, and that's what I care about the most. You know how I feel. Are you so conditioned to being let down by the Mets that you can't have four good things come? <laughs> I don't yes! understand. Yes, I am. It's not hard. It, it is There's hard. There's first-round talent. You're going to take a fucking goal. Can we curse? Yes. Goalie? Yeah. Can you curse? Can you yeah. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure. sure. Okay. I just oh, it's what? Can, what can, is this? Fucking blue shirts breakaway. Uh, and blue shirt panther. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to keep doing it. Plug, plug, plug it, baby, plug it. Random guests at this 200th episode. <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh, thanks for joining. They came on the street. It's great. Um, well, I mean, they had practice today. Vince was gonna show up, and I'm sad about it. Yeah, sorry, Vince. Uh, Artemi Panarin says he communicates with Mika via body language and hockey talk. What do you imagine that to be? Gyration. <laughs> Gyration. He Emphatic. oscillates mostly. Yeah, that's how you, you read the play that way. Pass to me. Yes. Oscillating. Got it. Anything else? That was a shitty question. All right. Um, <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> Tell me eyebrows. Says the guy wearing a fucking boat costume. <laughs> I just, you guys know that we have to hold the fucking mass on opening night, right? Yes. We you are. understand. Yes. Can anyone, I will, I will buy someone's bar tab if they can name me verbatim. The felony charges Ryan is going to be facing someone, after that night. Randy is right. Do not. Do not. That's not a felony. <laughs> Trespassing is also not even a misdemeanor, so you guys got to come to me with. Why felony. do you know so much about trespassing laws? <laughs> do, do you like, want no, a little bit? I'm not know? supposed to be here, but it's not a felony. It's not so, even a misdemeanor. Summer, summer of 2010, okay. Cooperstown, New York. I've told this story on the podcast. No, before. yeah, he got arrested. I'm doing big air quotes. Uh, look, I had to do 40 hours of community service. What do you call it? Whatever. Um, time out. I want to know the rest of the story. You okay, don't... thank you for listening to the podcast. I've okay, told the story I... on the podcast. Listen to the MomCast, and then we can talk about it. It's like, it's the greatest mom... episode in podcast in history. He's raising yeah, children. She also got arrested that day. Quote, she unquote. didn't get – no, no one got arrested. I just want to make sure that's very fucking clear. Um, <laughs> so he's saying this in a Pope outfit. <laughs> like he's playing tough guy in a Pope outfit. Okay, that's fine. I, we need I to get be... you a rosary. Oh, with pucks. I don't know what that means. It's true. Um, Ex- explain it to me like I'm Jewish, Mike. 
It's a bunch of beads. Oh. Bees? Beads. Bees. I, I don't know bees. much about we the Catholic Church, but this sounds like a scam. You guys Um is there a player going into camp that you believe could make the roster that currently isn't expected to? Greg McKay. Okay. Well, no. Uh, I said, a, different, a different player? Uh, yeah. But not, I not did. Uh, look, don't read too much in the first day of lines, right? But I'm Tarmo getting paired with Adam Fox isn't a mistake, right? That has to be something. Yeah. Let's read into it. Yeah, He's got to be looking <laughs> into it. I think that's three, four years from now, though. That's Tarmo? Yeah. I don't uh, think he's that far away. He's, he's not. He's not that he young. Might not be. He's like he's 21, 22 already. Yeah, I believe he's the problem you have. Yeah, maybe if you're, two years then. If you're a prospect in the Rangers system, is you really don't have a lot of room right now. Like unless Hayek, you're unless I, you're a center. Yeah, unless you're a center. Hayek kind of got fucked out of a role because Keandre Miller's coming up, Lundqvist is coming up. See, I don't think Hayek got fucked out of a role. I kind of think he has. First of all, his name is Hayek. It's hijack. hijack. This is hijack. Second, thank you, thank you, everyone in the crowd. Sec- second of all, <laughs> is I, it actually hijack? No, right? no, it's no. Hijack. Yeah, it's actually hijack. I could be wrong, but I'm <laughs> almost saying, positive. You're, you're two seats yeah, over from right, a pope. Right. I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I knew who it was. No, I don't think I don't think he got fucked out though, because first of all, I think he's got the inside. Fucking Penn State didn't fucking. Talk no one cares. Keep I do. <laughs> I do. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Hayek. Yeah, you don't think he's hijack. got the inside inside job on third line left handed defense over who though? Exactly. But Shea Stahl and Fox. Hopefully he's already. Right. Smith's in media I know, day. but I, I think they're just going to take the. I have to assume Smith is around. I, I that's the thing that. that just doesn't I, make no, sense. I think to Smith's me. getting buried. At some he point, might, why would they have him on media day? But if they were going to bury him, why wouldn't they have him on media day? No, why would they have him doing media day nonsense? Good looking guy, get there. Especially after the way they treated Bolesky. They told Bolesky to fuck himself. He didn't even show up. Yeah, but that's because under what circumstances Bolesky make the roster? Under what circumstances did Smith make the roster? Ah! If, if Brendan Smith doesn't ever sign, <laughs> if Brendan Smith literally never signs, uh, not Brendan Smith, if Tony D'Angelo literally never signs, that is how Brendan well, Smith is. Well, it's fair about, yeah, That's the D'Angelo sure. angle is very fair. But, like, you know, at the time, uh, Lemieux wasn't signed. But still, I I think, let's, uh, okay, so, oh, this is Matt, and I've had a lot of drink and a little bit other <laughs> medicinal things. Wait, no, don't. Uh, <laughs> Go so, on. So hold on. There, no, there no, can you want anything else you want to say? Hold on, Matt, Matt. <laughs> two wingers per line and there are four yeah, lines. That's yeah. eight. That's how eight works. So uh we're talking about the defense. <laughs> no, because he said Lemieux signed. Yeah. As an example for why Bolesky was still sent down even though Lemieux wasn't. Because the, the Rangers yet. still have eight wingers with or without Lemieux. Because one of Boo and McKegg was making the roster anyway. What's the worst case scenario? They both make the roster? I, I so feel like neither of them. Don't whisper, we're at a live event. Yeah, well, you're right. I'm first sorry. Of all, first of all, go fuck yourself. Second of all, so even if Howden is the fourth line winger. Yeah, sure, yeah we'll just center, say, yeah, he's right. One of Boo or McKay can still easily play a wing. It's okay, true. It's not the worst thing in the world. So if Lemieux signed, great. We can keep everyone in yeah, the game. It doesn't matter. The reason I brought it up is just the optics of having Brendan Smith on media day there when they're just saying, it, it just because it stands in such stark contrast to Bolesky, who's just been erased from existence he's just been yeah we'll never see him but again. yeah I, he's gone he, my, yeah. Count, my count of that was i just didn't see there was a scenario where he was actually making the roster I, I would hope that's the case i would see it as setting the tone for david quinn if he turned around and well, said, the other hey, angle here smith, of course you're not is making the team brendan smith can play forward and defense. it's true he could be a fourth line winger how many defensemen could do that <laughs> Joe McEwen, you're talking. You're talking i just i <laughs> with with keandre miller and lundquist coming up i just don't see that much of a role for a guy like hyatt where there probably was one for him a year ago. 
He's a tough guy for expectations he, he, for me. I don't know where to set the bar. He had a terrible year in Hartford. He did well in the five games he played in the NHL. He got hurt. Big sample size. So, right. It's just, it's a difficult, but Hartford is so bad. That yeah, but as, really as, Mike, as Mike said earlier, like Hartford was so bad last year. It's nice to see him not be bad. Uh, can we judge time. anything that happened in Hartford last year with We really merit? can't, especially can't, no. at, like once the deadline happened, anything that was good that was happening in Hartford got gutted. So the team that was there at the end of the year after February was just, it was just an embarrassment. It was an ECHL level team that didn't have it. It's like who's our best player? Brandon Crawley. Like that's that's the star of the team. Who is that? He's a, a bad defenseman. hockey player. Great. Yeah. Um, he plays defense. What? Will the preseason actually? Are you? Okay. <laughs> will the preseason actually be fun this year? And what will you learn from it? The, the preseason. Yeah. To find fun. Well, you'll get to see Kako play. That's fun. That's fun. I guess that's fun. Here's the thing. What though. do you mean you guess that's fun? You're the Pope of the fucking well, Kako. <laughs> like, yes, it's gonna be fun. That's the answer. Well. Yes, it'll be okay, a great, thank you. absolute you time. Yeah. What will you learn from the preseason, if anything, or what would be your takeaways? Philip Hedl at center. That's all I'm going to care about in preseason. I want that first line that to second, stay together. That second line center position is oh, is going to change the fate of this team for the next couple months. If Hedl is comfortable playing center, it's great news for the Rangers. Because the thing that's so interesting is they have Vlad Nemestikov. No one's talking about Vlad Nemestikov. He can play center. And he's just kind of lost in that middle six playing wing think, uh, somewhere. Vlad is like actively getting traded almost right now. I feel like he he just lives on the Should trading be, block yeah. right now for the time being, especially because of his cap hit, like four million in cap. Like eventually, you know, as the season goes on, he becomes a more attractive option. But the Rangers have done a terrible job showcasing his value. They're like, what's Nemestikov's value now as opposed to where it was two years ago, a year ago? Oh, it's tremendously low comparatively. It's, what are the lines right now? Is, is it, well, it's it's low because literally every team. Just can't fit people under the cap, right? Especially well, guys that Gordon gave two years of four million a year to. One of them. We all, gone. all four of us have issues with people valuing Ryan Strom here, right? At the same time, what, the, the twenty-two percent shooting Ryan Strom. Yeah, yeah. We have issues with the people who like him, right? That's the fair. Thing. Fair. At the same time, <laughs> props to Gordon for being able to turn Ryan Spooner into literally anything that could actually play in the NHL. Sure, but I just want to. All right, fine. This yeah. is like when the Mets signed JD Davis. That's like Stop. <laughs> that's like shitting your pants you, and then making put... a new pair of pants out of a shopping bag, though. That's like you don't you don't deserve a lot of credit for that. Well, that that's that's intuition to get that done. But here's the why next. a shopping bag? Why not? It's got holes for legs. Assuming you're homeless, it's what you can use easily on Spooner. Assuming. Yeah. Uh, here's my issue with Strom. Okay. You've turned Spooner into Strom, which is great. The Rangers didn't trade Strom. They didn't buy him out, even though he had a pennies-on-the-dollar buyout. I will die on that fucking hill. That's crap. I have a Someone listens feeling to Blue Shirt Breakaway. They're yeah, going true. to try. That's a good point. I have a feeling they're going to try to re-sign him. I really do. Oh, I, think, I, I don't think and that's true. Even if he shits the oh, bed Steve. this year. He's uh, going to be unbelievable. Come on. Somebody get a mop. Unreal. For those of you not watching, you're not here. It's just not a watching. Disaster. Yeah, it's <laughs> literally no but one's it, watching. It's I audio have, medium. I have a video up there. It's gonna be what? Um, that's a chandelier. So, that's a security. Okay. <laughs> so I just I don't. Yes, you hope they do the you right think, thing. You think they're getting? They're, you think they're resigning? I think they could have traded him, and they didn't. I think I think they could. General managers are morons. I think they could have traded him. People aren't trading for. People aren't trading for Jesse Foyarvi. You think the Rangers had a market for Ryan Strom? How do I know what Edmonton is asking for though? I would have taken. Edmonton team that traded Ryan Strom. Oh, oh no! Yeah, Neil Pionk did have a market. Neil Pionk had a market. Have you heard what Kevin Shilvadayoff said about Neil Pionk? He's like, this guy's going to be great on our penalty kill. He didn't even mention the power play, which is the only place. Like you could have put Strom in that deal and just for 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 people listening at home. Obviously, like ninety-seven point eight percent of everyone. We also did an interview with Dom Lu 
words after his last name. I didn't I do this interview. No, but he uh, <laughs> he laughed a lot about Neil Block being traded basically straight up. Greg was the only person that did this, and I haven't it was great. to it yet. Because you so, were in fucking Vegas, you fucking idiot. I'm sorry, I was working. Um, uh, <laughs> and if you want to enjoy the preseason this year, that's right. You can go on TickPick.com. Oh, ho, ho. a little bit of sponsor ad read. Everyone close your ears. Um, this is from this is from hashtag no fees. Uh, this is from Dr. Froctopus on Reddit. Have to thank you guys for partnering with TickPick. I'm in the process of organizing my brother's bachelor party and was planning on getting Rangers tickets for the group. I thought I was going to take a beating with the service fees, but I did it because of no fees. Oh, it looks like I'll be saving a couple hundred dollars. I love Bushwick Breaker. I don't like Bushwick Banter. Wow, it's a nice podcast. Congratulations on I, the sex to Dr. Frock. I, I ad-libbed a little bit there, but oh. yeah. That was good. The first it part would not, Reddit is not a fan of ours, so no, it would not true, surprise actually. me if, yeah, no. if yeah. they did say the that. The Rangers yeah. subreddit is not. For some they reason, they, don't they like, like put up with us. You they keep looking like and I keep yeah, looking. Yeah, well, I can't Like something new is going to happen. Thanks, well, I didn't see Minnesota score a touchdown, Mike. You're supposed to tell me these things. They're Mike. still not covering. Oh, okay. Medicinal. The spread um, is 12 so, and a half. So <laughs> I, my next question is. It's the beer that is causing me to do this. Sure, no. Okay. Not the what? No, yes. What was the, excuse me? Marijuana. Okay, very good. All right. Good. Are you happy? I'm happy. Yeah. It's going to be legal next year. You guys got to get over it. People Stop being so paid to be here. Oh um, I love the so admission. It's illegal now, but next year it'll be fine. So if you're listening I was in New Jersey last night. It's fucking legal there. What do you want? And this morning when I did it. It's legal in New Jersey? <laughs> and, I, and again, I would like to thank TickPick for sponsoring. <laughs> right, in the, right in the middle this of the live read. Listen. It's really nice of them to the whole season. Yeah. Um, they signed the contract on shocked, cannabis, yeah. Ryan. Well, they, do you know? They have, like, we have an out clause where Greg... Never mind. Um, Tell me more. No, no. Who is... Who is your sleeper pick for most improved slash fun ranger to watch this year? I gotta stop saying Greg McKay, so I'm not going to. Most yeah, improved. Don't say that. Well, All right, not hold on, improved. hold on. Oh, the, three, the three of us agree. <laughs> we're at we're at, it, it's not a make or break season for Filipino, but we're all going to be disappointed if he's not better this year, right? Hundred percent. He's going to have the the golden opportunity to be the second line center. He's at least going to start playing with Nina and Santa Maria. With and not Cody McLeod? Yeah, that, that well, not that's not Cody good. McLeod. Yeah. Unbelievable. It, if it's, if, I, I'm curious to hear if you guys have anyone to say that isn't Filipino. I'm not saying he's got to be a 60-point player this year. I'm not saying he's ever going to be. But all four of us need to see Filipino be a legitimate NHL center this year for us to feel significantly good about the Rangers' future. I need to see him take a jump. I don't need to see him be a legitimate NHL center. He's going to be 20. Here's who I do think you need to see somebody put up legitimate offense. Counter points. My large adult son, Pavel Buchnevich, this is a shitter get off the pot year. I will defend I him until the end of time if he does not put up the offense that I have been telling all of you that he will for the past three years. <laughs> the, this I, year, with, with Panarin and Zibanejad, mm-hmm. then you can, you can kind of move on from him being that. I still think he's a valuable player. I still think there are things he does that are valuable to a team. It's not easy to be a 45-point player in the NHL, but if he's not a 60-point player with this group, if he's playing with Panarin and Zabanajad, that's a problem. That's an issue. Joe, quick, quick question, Joe. How many how many goals did you think Vlad was going to have? When? When he became a Ranger, what do you think? How many of you listen to Blue Shirt Panther, the podcast? Like six. Just a few <laughs> of you guys? There's seven people here. Then, oh, I, like then I can lie and not answer that question. He could have had 25, maybe. Yeah, 25. Yeah, Joe! Oh! That was two like years ago. Oh, okay. That was two years ago. His career? I, I thought if he would have played in the top six, it was totally possible, and it didn't happen. So. Don't worry. We'll have a Q&A. You can yeah, Joe asshole soon. I, like, Heedle's the... And please do. Heedle's the obvious one to me. The guy who is, like, the low-key guy that I really want to see make that jump and look competent is Brady Shea. Mm. If he has... It would be good. If he has... From the class. True. They got snaps. Him, Snaps. If he has Truba next to him, like Brady Shea's contract is one of those contracts like we've just been ringing our collar, just like uh, 
Can you be Cal- that guy oh, yet? Here is it time? Counterpoint. Here he goes. Is it? I knew it was coming. What is Bredish's contract prohibitive? It, it's become it, prohibitive because of it? the moves they've made, yeah. It becomes restrictive if he has another bad. Are you going to yell or are you going to make back? <laughs> no, I just want to know. Is he? It, I, don't, I don't think it's worth panicking about, but yeah, if you have him at that five, what is it, five and an eighth? He like makes less than Tyler Myers, though, right? Uh, who cares? He'll be better than Tyler Myers. Yeah, that's not the great way to judge. So, like, so No, but my point, is, my point is if that's what Tyler Myers is going on the free agent market, the fact that the Rangers have locked up Brady Shea at a lower number than that, and we're not 100% positive. You pay more in free agency. Yeah, I feel like if you set the bar of general manager A does something bad and, you know, Gorton's is less than, like, Milan Lucic is making $6 million a year now. Se- seven, is, first of all. Seven? Is seven? Is that seven. the cap like, like, yeah. what? but, like, that's the thing. Jeff it's Gordon, a low bar to Jeff clear. Gordon locked a young defenseman into a price point that is less than a number one defenseman price point. So I don't even think you he probably still isn't a top pairing defenseman. That's the problem. Like he is a problem. I think it is. I think he's still a second pairing defenseman, and I think his number is paid as a second pairing defenseman. I think he's like a number three right now. If if he is a number three, that contract is fine. But he wasn't a number three last year. And listen, but I, oh, he didn't. First of all, throw everything out about people being in certain spots. Okay. He shouldn't be a number one this year. The the Rangers aren't a playoff team right now. No, everyone. Sorry, I I love you guys. I would love to go see playoff games again. The New York Rangers are not a playoff team right now. We'll they're contend. They'll, they'll get they'll close. Be they'll get close. They'll be. We'll still get a top ten pick. I hope they're better than the New York Mets this year. But the New York Mets are also not a playoff. Team. Three games out. Three games. Sorry. Fuck your face. <laughs> How about that? That's what I say to that. Oh my god, I'm just so happy they're not playing right now. I'm Imagine already. me doing this while the Mets are playing the Dodgers. Every five seconds would be me laughing. Oh, oh. No, no, it would just be like, oh look, Cody Bellinger's up against. Who the fuck is pitching for? I don't give a shit. Shouldn't you Why know that? Pitching? No, because they suck. Why are we talking about this? Every single time. Um, do you believe that Georgiev will get traded this year? What percentage do you put it at? 5%. Whoa, that's low. Yeah, I don't know. What's the market for backup goalies in the NHL right now? It's not great, but you can't have three goalies going into next year either. So thing is, we'll he's worry not, about it next year. He's not quite a He's backup. not getting traded this he's year. A, well, there's he's a, whole a other 1B because everyone's doing a timeshare, and he's proven he can do the timeshare. And, like, that's kind of the general feeling we're getting is that, like, yeah, Georgie's going to get just kind of not the lion's share of starts, but I feel like it's going to be 60 40, you know, tank Georgiev. If it's even that high. Well, I think it's that high. Lundquist is not there. If Lundquist starts 50 games this year, I think that's going to be a lot. And that's going to be a lot. The real question that's going to come is is Shasturkin going to kind of prove that he deserves a shot? No, like that percentage camp, is tied right? directly to Igor and what he does in Hartford. And or he might start. I really, I have a feeling he's going to blow people I, away. No, I, just, I, I think hope, he will. That I like that you have that feeling. That's nice. I just, I don't want to. Uh, is there a more condescending <laughs> way to say that? <laughs> Joe, oh, I so like your thoughts. You have that also, you're a it's piece no, of shit. It's so. yeah. it's adorable, it's adorable. If you weren't a fucking moron, I would appreciate it. <laughs> That's what my mom says to me every week. Uh, no, I just. Greg, you said five? Five percent? Five percent. Yeah, well, I, I think there's a less. Th- I, I, would, I would also put Igor's chances of starting here with the Rangers at five percent. Yeah, but like even if like even if Igor blows the like blows the doors out, looks amazing. There's no rush. Like the Rangers can wait to find a sweet deal to find it because like yeah. is it a deadline deal where it seems like we want that goalie? Are they going to get a better price than that than saying you need a one B goalie or a goalie for a timeshare? And this kid's exceeded everyone's expectations. He was great behind a shit what defense. What if you knew you were going to play the Leafs in the playoffs? You trade for Georgiev. Obviously, the best way to win. Is Georgiev a free agent at the end of this year? No, they, they still have restricted no. rights on him for years. Yeah. Well, when is he in RFA? 
Because if this it, it might, it might be next. It might I'm be next year. If, if they have to get to a point where they need to sign him, like Chisirkin's here for another three years, Hank is here for another two years. You really don't need two number one goalies. Hopefully, they both are because that would mean things are going well. So you'd say higher than five. I would say higher than – I would say 20, I would honestly yeah, that's think. Where I was well, I, but it sounds like this is a problem the Rangers are going to have to encounter next summer. Correct. Yeah. It would be a great problem. If it's not so the deadline I, problem, it's but the yeah, summer's you need, problem. You need an I consider anything before the deadline at 5%. If you want to talk next summer, that's a different conversation. Yeah, very different. But I, 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 watch I this. Like Greg, you're, next you're summer, what percentage do you put it at? Incomplete. I need to see what he <laughs> Very nice. Very 35, good. 20%. All right, let's – Who's on the board? I think this is something we'd all agree on. Do we all agree that Chris Kreider is 100% going to get traded at the deadline? Thousand. He's gone. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, everyone. I love Chris Kreider so, do I. so, so goddamn much. I the Anders Lee contract. If they were going to really sign gone. him, they tough. would have signed him already. Kevin Hayes is making an enormous amount of money to play in Philadelphia. 6.5. It's like 7.2. 7.2. Yeah, sorry. Somebody tell me the price. Seven years, $50 million. So whatever that comes out to, it's a little bit over seven. So Medicinal. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's also in Jersey crucifying at least. I was going to say Joe's a hard man to look at, so um, that's why. Oh, my God. So I would say that, like, from a Kreider standpoint, if the Rangers wanted him, they would have traded – they would have signed him already. They tried to trade him at the draft. Colorado didn't want to give up the 16th overall pick. I'm astounded that Gordon watched what happened with Matt Zuccarello last year and decided, ah, we'll have another yeah, better we'll do mentor this again. for the what? kids. Well, hold on, hold on. You're year. astounded by that. He had an opportunity to get two first-round picks. For Matt Zuccarello. Almost if did. anything, the whole Matt Zuccarello situation is reason why Gorton's like, I'm going to trade him right now. <laughs> that was a very real possibility. They were very serious concerns about re-signing Matt's, and they were within, what, two games? Yeah, two I, games don't, I, don't, I, don't, I do I don't, think Zuc hurt his trade value, though. I think Zuc did hurt. I, I'm the, val- the value that Gorton got for Zuccarello was market value at the time, but Zuccarello definitely hurt his case as the year went on. And there are teams, especially around the draft, like Colorado, that think they can be a contender with X piece. Yeah, but I do get what Greg is saying. I don't, because, I don't disagree with him. Because Zook, like, Gorton came out of that with potential to land two, two first firsts, rounders. which would have been Very legitimate. Legitimate. It was close. It really was. But, and it was damn me, close. But, again, you're gambling on something working, which we all agreed. I think we all agreed. Well, what are those, and most of us out. like gambling. Would those <laughs> conditions have been a little more Yeah, I wish palatable. the conditions were a little bit more lucrative. Yeah. If, if, at least more realistic. Yeah, like do, if let's say Kreider isn't as distracted, isn't isn't as impacted by the whole it's hanging over his head all season. Well, he shouldn't. How be. can he? How can he not be? Well, no, here, it's I, a contract year for the, him. The He's Kreider, got to play up to the, the Kreider the argument. Is a contract year for Zuccarello. The Kreider argument isn't distraction. The Kreider argument is injury. It's not like this guy is a beacon of health. Well, like his last quarter of the season when he was playing hurt, like that also his production just plummeted. Evaporated. Say it, it was plummeted. Gone. He plummeted. had like. N- all that goal scoring, it was like, holy shit, Chris Kreider's going to score 30 goals. And nope. it never happened. Don't not forget, though, the vibe around the Rangers this year, even if they're not serious playoff contenders, is a lot different than it was last year. Last year it was like, oh, let's survive so we can be in, and that would be great. Now it's like, hey, we do need to build toward being a playoff this contender is the, the year after. Year. And I don't think Kreider would go out of his way to cause an issue. I don't think Zuccarello did, but it's very hard to say that, hey, Zuccarello was a leader of this team, and he can't get out of his own head. I don't think that's the best environment where you're getting questions about whether or not he's going to be traded all year because now we saw it happen. We saw it happen two years in a row. going to happen to Kreider now. Yeah, we'll support, to well, to support what Joe was saying. I'm surprised because this locker room is going to have, what, three, potentially four rookies in it? Yep. Having a Plus guy a like, well, like after one, one the – and then Like <laughs> seeing what Zuccarello did, right, and, and how that hung over the team and like, like Hank's emotions and everything and the way that just was just like, Jesus Christ. 
Well, that was just really sad. It's like, are we? Yeah, well, Zuccarello thing. was definitely tied to the team. I think on an emotional level more than Crider. But yeah, but Crider's a popular years, guy. He got paid. Yeah, he did get paid, and is, has a lizard tongue or something. So that's yeah, but great. You, but <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is, it, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable to the point where we kept hearing about it. Zuccarello like sadly admitted that he was depressed, yeah. and that hurt everybody. Let's at, be honest. At, at the same time, it's different for every player. I don't think it. Kevin Hayes. Was outperforming expectations true. going into the trade 100%. deadline last year. Yeah, it didn't so phase him in the same way. And we yeah. all were having the same conversation about Kevin Hayes. I know we were, where we were like, it's just a matter of time. It's not an if, it's a when yeah. with Kevin Hayes. Everybody case responds by case to trade case. rumors the, uh, in their own different way. I don't, Chris Kreider, more than any player, I feel like understands that hockey is a business. Yeah. So he's out to get his contract. He wants the Rangers to give him that contract. I don't think he gives a fuck if it's the Rangers that eventually give him that I have no reason to disagree Matt's, with you because I don't know, but, but I Matt's my heart took, tells Matt's me. legit took a hometown discount to stay with the Rangers. And that's like so Kreider, the taste though. of betrayal. Uh, did he though? Yeah. At the time, we I remember when we started the podcast. My first original hot take. What on is Pride? What is he? Four point six. Years, like yeah. 4. Yeah, 4. My first original hot take on the podcast was the Rangers trade Chris Kreider. Yeah, you're really into that. I was. I was like, absolutely not. They would. I would put, tell you what. I would, if Zuccarello is like the the true emotional ties, and Kevin Hayes is the I don't give a fuck. Who cares? I would put Kreider. I don't know where <laughs> I don't know where he would be. Kevin Hayes at Grateful Dead. Yeah, hundred percent. Kevin Hayes leaving Goleta is like three point seven million. He really doesn't give a shit. He really doesn't yeah, care 100%. at all. He doesn't. He got he paid. He signed with Vigneault. I should have been again. just sitting up here the he, entire time. I just don't know how that. Is going I don't know down. because they, he was like, "Oh, they have to pay me. Great, but you're still it's seven years. I mean, he won't last seven years. No, he will not. Vigneault um, will. Let's. I'll, I'll say something nice about Mark Stahl, Greg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I was talking with AJ, AJ earlier. Mark Stahl seems like a fascinating guy to go out and drink with. Whereas that guy definitely does not get drunk, right? He does 20 beers and, he, and the entire night he's like, that's nice. Like the entire time. <laughs> and that seems like, he seems like the kind of guy where you just go to him with your world's problems and he goes, man, tough. And that's just Mark Stahl <laughs> the entire time. Is this a good thing? That's a great thing. That's called a therapist for some people. It's He's not saying anything. <laughs> That's great. I don't Wait, hold on. What fo- is a ther- hold on. Follow what up you- question. Follow up question. Uh, Have you ever me. been to therapy? I, 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 need, <laughs> I need to. Another follow up question. Do you yeah. expect your therapist to listen to you and just be like, man, That's tough. great. That's not how therapy works. <laughs> you lost how much on the Nets? Oh. Dude, tough. <laughs> not even that. That's great. Oh, oh, hold on. That's great. I've been thinking you about think, killing my family. That's great. I actually know you have. Yeah, individually, <laughs> yeah. I take the under in Jacob DeGrom starts every day. That's not me betting on the Mets. That's a kind of, no, that kind of is you betting on the Mets. Yeah, because I know they're not going to score <laughs> for Jacob DeGrom. My point. Not, okay. What is the point of this? <laughs> I do think... <laughs> it's the Mark, therapy point. This yeah. is why you need therapy. You're angry. <laughs> it's a live podcast. That, that's, you know what? This is <laughs> About the Mets. You need more this medicine. You're fired up. No, you know, I just... Is, Mark the medicine? seems like a great guy that would just listen to every single one of nice the problems. Nice job. Right here, yeah. nice, being a nice guy, I think, would be my answer. He seems like a really nice guy. No, he's like... He waves he, to his kids Mark before Stahl the game starts. The that's ideal, nice. That's cute. Mark Stahl is the ideal Uber driver where he doesn't say a fucking word. Oh it's not Mark Stahl's fault My Uber driver last night had five wives. That's the nice thing. What? He had five wives. And he just what? His Davis name was Orlando, and he was like, "I've been married five times." Oh well, time out. <laughs> when you say he has five wives, that insinuates that he has five of them. But when now. I went to leave, he was like, "Your country won't let me marry four people at the same time." <laughs> and I was like, "Orlando, I don't know what." To has, Orla- has Orlando tried Utah? He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't tell him that. Uh, anyway, that's my nice thing. So, Mark Stahl, you, fuck you, you guys. Do you guys watch the Mark, Mark Stahl nice? Yeah, things? that it's not Mark Stahl's fault that he suffered a freak injury. Like, it's not. He was a vastly different player before that happened, in my opinion. It and just doesn't surprise me that Mike is the Robin Williams 100% hunting guy. He's, he's That's 100 It's not your fault. 
not your fault. Mike is the nicest guy in the world. It's not your fault. That was a terrible accent. That was an accent? Yeah, that's why I said it was terrible. Joe, say something nice. I said he waves to his kids before every game. That's really nice. He's a loving father. A loving father. That's a father of two children. One of the stalls that made it to the NHL. With my wife, who really exists, I promise. She's real. Yeah, she's real. You sure? What? Okay. Which line? If any, are you most looking forward to watching this year? Two. Can we pretend that the lines they gave you can make the line up yourself if you want? The writer in me says two. I would say two. Says one. Yeah, I would agree with that. Could you say what the lines are? So Zabanajad, Panarin, and um, Buchnevich is one. Yeah, that's that's where we're having training camp. That's That's the fan being the happiest. Right. But the Heedle, Kreider, Kako line, Mm -hmm. that is without a doubt. That's going to be amazing right about. (laughs) That's without a doubt. Like, I'm so looking forward to. I think Heedle and Kako could have a really good. Connection with one another. They play similar. Hedlcock. They like what? No, they're gone. Hedlcock. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, they they kind of you know Hedl's more the visionary and Kako's the just bull in the china shop finishing shots. Mm-hmm. And then you have Kreider who can kind of open things up with speed. That works. For, that works for me. And you have you're connecting two really what you would hope to be pillars of the Rangers offense at the hip. I'm hoping right that's away. like the next like eight years of my life. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I would love to see that right away. Brandon Lemieux. Whoa! Greg McKegg. <laughs> Jesper Foss. Why do you like Greg McKegg so Does much? Greg have you, have you said Greg McKegg out loud? I ha- yeah, I mean, I Have just... you followed his dad on Twitter? Well, no, I have look, to now. Look, here's, here's the thing. Uh, the, Sarah Sivian was mean to us on the podcast. I thought we were. So you I, said we were going to talk about that's this. That's fine. I'm talking about it now. She <laughs> okay. was mean to us on the podcast, so I want to steal Greg McKegg from her. That's my whole plan. So he's, he's my guy. Hey, okay. I'm, wait. She was, was mean to us on the podcast. Time you guys out. heard it. Time out. Like, some of you have heard it. She was mean. <laughs> you want to There was no are reason to dating? be mean. We were being so nice. No, we were being really nice. And then I made fun of, like, Third Eye Blind. And yeah, she was, that was really the, upset. It was the first thing you said. And I was like, so you listen to Third Eye Blind. What's that like? That was and the first like, thing you said. She was like, it's the best band ever. And I was like, oh, shit. See, this is why we don't have guests <laughs> on the podcast. Because we don't have to deal with anything. You have us on the podcast. We do. What's your favorite thing so far about the JD era? JD Davis. Where do I start? Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm if so you could sorry. just see the look of regret in everybody's face here like, right now, it would be. It would I'm be not a big. I'm not big on the nepotism. Fans, right? First of all, anytime you can swindle the Astros. All right, go on, Joe. <laughs> uh, I'm not big on the nepotism of you know, like you know, his brother-in-law and his, and his or his son-in-law and his brother. But the fact that he is just like, yeah, you know, we have this fucking checkbook. Hire people. Expand the scouting department. Yep. Make it bigger. How many people can we have in Hartford? Fuck it. Hire people. Like. Start throwing money around like Toronto does because it makes a difference. The well, fact that here's JD Toronto is does throw money around. I think Shout having out. somebody who's senile, like or who's not senile, I should say, like yeah, Glenn Sather was so far removed from the in and outs of this organization. This is why I miss you. The inmates that. was yeah, hundred percent. Okay, okay, cool. The inmates uh, were running like the asylum. Love us. Yeah, I say great things about James Dolan on the regular. They hate you now because you're associated with us. <laughs> it's the way that it works. I promise you, it's just the way that it works. Um, the fact that you have somebody who actually cares about. Hiring people who are going to watch the prospects, who are going to pay attention to these guys, go see them play. Instead of just, hey, you got drafted by the Rangers, now go, we're never going to talk to you again. Yeah, we have Ken Janander in Hartford. And then we'll figure out what's happening. Uh, An organization that did nothing for a Hartford disaster that we've been talking about for three or four years. It's been a while. And to have somebody. If if we started talking about it, they might have done something. That's true. We should have said something. That's on, that's on us. That's Sorry. on us. That is. Yeah, that's you on guys us. fucked up. I think they, they look at what we write and they're like, oh, we're not going to do that just to piss them off. That's what it feels like. I mean, like, have so. you met Adam Herman? I can't blame you. That's 
Oh, I got one left. That's all I needed. It's uh, fine. Uh, uh, no, but my, Adam's my, old, a sweet my boy. whole thing is so many shots fired. As, as, as what? As what? Adam's a sweet boy. I just want to say we're burning a lot of fucking bridges on this show. It's been incredible. Greg is really like fuck every. Yeah, it's not going great. Um, I need oh, another yeah, beer. Oh, Greg hasn't finished burning things my, down. My thing, my thing about JD, like Mike said earlier, is JD gives a shit about organizational construction. Yep. Right. So, uh, Glenn said it was like Harvard can do whatever Harvard wants to do. Yeah, that's I'm sure Chris Story would know what he does. And JD come in, comes in and says, "No, no, no. This needs to be a top to bottom organization. We need to do what the Hurricanes did, which is the ECHL is good. Yep. The AHL is good, and that's gonna make the NHL. Yeah, you need good. a pipeline." All the way up. Who knew? Like, go figure. I don't think we knew what a pipeline was for like 20 years. I also think having somebody new overseeing the ship is a good thing because there's a lot of people in legacy roles with this organization. That's true. That have not had anybody come down on them and question them or do anything of that type of nature. To have somebody who might be like, uh, what the fuck do you do around here? That might be a good thing. So for what this is exactly you do? Here? Right. Having conversations like that. Um, speaking of JD, J- uh, Mr. Dolan, over under 1.5 comments made publicly about the Rangers this year. Under. Under 100%. Deep under. Shit, I said it at 1.5. Should I, 0.5 was the number? Even that? No, under. he would. He, would he did once on ESPN. He would say what? He thing. did it for what? For the Knicks, probably? No, they, we. No, but <laughs> the trade deadline would come around. He'd be, he would be like, why are you trading Kreider? And Dolan would say, I trust the people I have put in power to make these decisions for me. Yeah. And He'll I also say, I trust Glenn Saylor. I mean, John Davidson. Yeah. yeah. That's, okay, that's, 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 that's his that's level fine. of involvement. Also, he's going to have to worry about Wayne Ellington, so he's not going to have a lot of time to worry about the Rangers. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a guy that plays for the Knicks, Joe. Ha- how many people do you think we could get to go to a Blue Shirts Breakaway slash Blue Shirts Banter JD in the straight shot outing? Oh, uh, is there a cover? Anybody? Anybody? Is there a cover? Hold Wait, on. Oh, we have two people. That's pretty good. Four, yeah, four, four. First of all. Out of six? That's how nice. Four. Do they do covers? What do they do? Is it uh, They play Jessica? It kind of depends. That's How many of you regret being here right now? The majority of you? Okay, that's probably why. Um, who is your favorite beat writer and your least favorite beat writer? Ooh. Let Greg go first so you guys can... <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about burning bridges. Absolute yeah, no, I figured we'd just get it all out of the way. No one's... <laughs> uh, least favorite? It's easier to start with least favorite. Is it? It's easiest, and then long pause. Yeah. Well, well time here's, out. Are we, here's the thing. Well, it's because you just is it pay still a beat re- reporter? Well, do we consider Sean Hartman? A beat I think you have to. Just follow me this week. Yeah, no, he followed us too, and it feels weird. That's to be us. Like, eh. But what do you do, Sean? Like, what? What? All right, Sean, come on out. Hey. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I'd like I mean, to say this is the Blue Shirts Breakaway <laughs> 200th show. Here's, 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 here's the thing. Shit. The fa- favorite is easy. It's Carp. It's just it's my, so my, funny my that dad. it's Carp. Yeah, it's just, I know. Look, I understand. He is you a – ch- You like Carp. He's a yeah, good guy. Love, I, I like Carp. Love we love Carp. I'm going to explain to everyone here. He's a prick on Twitter. Such we a, are working on him. He knows we're working. Such a dick. But in person, all that guy wants to do is talk hockey. Right, That's but that, literally it. that wasn't the and question. And he's just going to buy you drink. He doesn't drink, but he'll buy you drink. But that, that wasn't the question. The question was who drink. Like, who, you're Carp. asking who's the person you like the most or who does the best I mean, the person I like the most the is Shayna. But well, do we right. consider her part of the beat? No, she's I not a she's part, not part of the beat. Yeah, so. And so I, I love Shayna. How fucking I love Shayna. She's, she's, not at, she's not at every game. She's not. She should be. I learned the most from reading Shayna. I think Vinny, who's not here right now, it's a real shame. Shout out to you, Vin. 
is not. He was his, supposed to come. He was supposed to come. Yeah, yeah. If they didn't have practice, oh, they practice. Um, he's been doing a killer job. He's new on the beat. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna say like he's the best beat reporter from like a reporting on the team standpoint. Yeah. Oh, he fumbled in I'm the end zone, didn't he? Greg, no one. <laughs> it, it's a podcast. People are listening like next Thursday. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a crazy thing out there. I think Brooks does the best job stirring the fan base up. Oh, for sure. hundred yeah. percent. I don't think he's doing it intentionally though. I think he's the most provocative. He definitely says shit. He's like. I'm just making this up right now. I think, now. and then if I had to say the worst, I think I think Zippe is back on the scene, is he not? Well, okay. Uh, on, How on, many bridges are we gonna fucking burn right now, Joe? What bridge are you burning with Zippe? It's true. over. It's right. gone. Every, everyone here follows us on social media, probably. Right? right? Yeah, yeah, that's why they're about. fucking here. How the fuck else did you hear about this if you didn't? <laughs> yeah. Uh, You've made bad Zip, life choices. Zippe's representation team came out to us and was like, "Hey, would you like to?" Did any of you know that Steve Zippe wrote a book? No, because you're all fucking blocked by him. So his representation team comes out and is like, hey, would you like to promote a book? I was like, how would you like me to do that? They're like, on social media. I was like, that's great. He fucking has his block. And I told them that, and they're like, thank you for your time. And then a week later, he goes to Joe. He's like, don't, hey, don't, don't out Joe, too. No, I'm going to out Joe. I brought it up. I'm going to out Joe. And he goes to Joe, and he's like, hey, would it's, you like to It was to a different person, to be fair. Right. The other person, I think I made it. They were like, oh, we I have a great really thing for you. It. You could even do a Q&A session. But I was session. meaning in a professional way. I was meaning in a professional way. I said, this would be nice, but We won't fucking help you. Yes. Okay. And then uh, they reach out to Joe, and Joe's like, hey, do you want to help us? And he's like, what do you say, I, Joe? I wrote a very professional response of, unfortunately, did, I was proud of unfortunately him. the previous interactions with your clients have not been beneficial to either of us. <laughs> so, no, we are not going to promote the book. And, so and, the, and the person actually wrote, like, wow, I did not know that. Thank you. And I was like, yeah, I can't imagine we're the only ones. To be yeah, so honest. now that we've talked about it, Steve Zippe's book is out He's now. the worst. He's um, nobody, <laughs> fuck, nobody fucking reads anyway. It'll be out in digital in, like, six months. I don't know. Um, we have a blog that I hope you guys read. Yeah, you know, every now and again, it. it would be great. That must be nice. It, it's crazy. Would you rather get cross-checked or block a puck? Cross-checked. Oh, cross-checked. Okay, I don't know. I was just trying. Depends where the cross-check is. Who's shooting the puck? Uh, me. Is the cross-check oh, well, Maybe I'm taking the puck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, now Capocaco. Oh, I'm taking the cross-check. Okay, cool. Uh, speaking of the Lord and Savior, what type of dog is Capocaco? St. Bernard. Gold Retriever. I was going to say that. That was golden Never golden, golden too. too. What kind of cat is Tony D'Angelo? Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just gloss that over. Hold on. There are different kinds of cats because all cats are assholes, so he's definitely a cat. Oh, Greg, thanks for the answer I wanted. He's a junkyard cat. Uh, <laughs> Born on a rusty piece of metal in I a pool of shout gasoline. Out, shout out to the people that think I fucking hate Tony D'Angelo because he didn't vote for Hillary Clinton in 2016. No politics! No, no. I'm bringing the fucking politics. Here's the thing. I don't. Everyone vote for whoever you want to vote Greg needs some for. more medicine. <laughs> yeah, that's like, where, is, <laughs> where is his doctor? Tony, that's like the fifth reason why Tony D'Angelo is an asshole. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm, I'm, reasons number one and two is he's a fucking Philly fan. Fuck him. Fuck him. It's crazy because it was serious and now it's like, oh, it's because he likes the fucking Phillies. That is serious. <laughs> what are you, drunk? Who cares? What? Who cares? You're on the 200th episode. We'll of take it in a gummy place. form, in a brownie. <laughs> Pittsfield, Massachusetts, has good shit. Back there. You know, like normal medicine. Yeah, it's anything, brownies. Just all medicine's coming brownie. We'll take any pills you have in your bag, loose ones, whatever I, it is. Have I told you the story of what happened when I did something at a casino? Well, why don't we I hear was it? probably there. No, you were not there. Oh, was, so I was there for another time. If you want this story, I do. Yeah, I guess. at this point we may as well. Yeah, I mean, I almost got caught by the story. So. I'll say it again. Sorry, so uh, my buddy I worked with was leaving work, smart man, moving to that? Raleigh, North Carolina. Sponsored uh, by TickPay. He bought, he bought a couple gummies from Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Yep. No big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm at the casino. I thought I was at the blackjack table for what must have been five hours. I text my buddy Ben. I was How like, do you you're going to. He was actually at the ATM. 
I'm not winning. <laughs> Incredible. Not, I wasn't, though. I'm at the blackjack table for what feels like hours. And I'm like, God damn it, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I got to go home. I got work really early tomorrow. This is going to be terrible. Was anybody with 5 a.m.? What? Is 5 a.m. shift still? Uh, no, it was still 9 a.m. But 2 okay. a.m. in the morning? You yeah, you probably, should, right. you probably shouldn't be there, Greg. Right. So, Just I, as a friend, I, not a therapist. I was like, I got to go home. This is terrible. I go to text our mutual friend, Vinny. Right, everyone knows. I was like, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. I pull out my phone. What time is it? It's 8.13 in the, in, in the evening. Oh! And, the, <laughs> and I just text him. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. How is it 8.13? I put my phone away. I was like, another four hours go by. I'm like, God, this is fucking terrible behavior, Greg. Get out of here. You're up money. Leave. Pull out my phone again. It's 8.43. It's the worst <laughs> situation. I literally text him. I was like, you're going to have to pick me up. This is terrible. I don't know what time is it. One day, morning. not and today is not that day, we will tell the David Wright retirement story. Um, I no, think today let's, should be the let's day. Let's do it right now. No, <laughs> today is the day. Let's go. It sounds like everyone here wants to hear the David Wright retirement story, right? This uh, is um. We're blocking the crowd noise I, in the audio. I Venmo'd Greg five hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm just gonna check. I'm gonna check <laughs> my emails. You guys just keep. Uh, I didn't. Uh, so David huh. Wright. You every guys might know him, every right? bridge yeah. burned. If you listen to the podcast, you know who David Wright is. He's a left winger. No big deal. Anyway, David Wright retires. Great thing. You were there. Yeah, you cried. Friday. Well, Friday night. Mm-hmm. I was there. He was Rangers podcast. Saturday. Yeah, Only yeah. Ranger content. Zeroid comes out Friday night. I get hammered. I'm 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 upset. Blah blah blah. I tried to tater tots. We, we take a subway to Herald Square after the game. We go out. We go to I think the name of the bar is Murphy's. Get to the point. You're don't look at me. Anyway, we end, up, <laughs> we end up. We end up. Joe, where were we? I have night? no answers. Anywho's, we end up in a strip club because that is what Greg does. Yes. Very nice. Uh, three hundred. Uh, Thirty-two hundred dollars later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Greg is leaving said What is with you and like the passing of time? <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's what did our friend Jeff say? Don't go upstairs. It, that was oh, the exact word. He room. said don't that's go upstairs. Yeah, that's yeah, on you. There's a lot, there's yeah. a lot of champagne. You, it was expensive don't, champagne. Don't go upstairs. Um my next question she is She says hello by the way. Some of what am I last the end of the story? He lost thirty two hundred dollars. Oh, well, no, I was just <laughs> saying, what I didn't the, know the, next, I was going. the next the next day. Really? Oh, it's a terrible idea. My dad takes me to a steak dinner the uh, the next night before the Met game, and he asks, "Are we going to a strip club?" And I was like, "No, we're not." Brag about a dad. All right. Um, <laughs> would you rather AV chew gum in your oh. face for an hour, or or say no- and say nothing, or would you rather Tortorella scream at you constantly for an hour? Uh, Tortorella. 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 100%. Follow up question: Who do you think eats better ass, and why? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> AV. <laughs> He has the gum. It'll oh, that the Andy has taste. been practicing, but I feel like you have to be very angry to kind of get in the right mood. So Tortorella might be the Is right Is there anyone choice. here that thinks Elaine Vigneault lasts more than a minute because it ain't me? It, for eating your ass? Just in general. Okay. <laughs> I think that he, wasn't the question. I think A.B. lasts a minute, and then he's like, well, you were terrible. <laughs> because he has zero, <laughs> zero ability to, like, look at himself and be like, huh, that really wasn't good. He wanted a veteran presence. And the weird part is she's like, I haven't even, like, well, I'm not even here yet. So that's what makes it even worse. <laughs> oh, MSG, hire us. Um, they should hate Vigneault now. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They don't give a shit. Um, which team gets hurt the most by the Marner contract? Uh, Winnipeg. The, the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, they have two guys. They have Connor and Liner. It's brutal. Liner is the big one. Yeah. I, oh, the hell Liner you is get not Liner. the big one. Connor's the big one. Yeah, but from Con- the I like Connor more. So do I. Connor's a better player. But from the perception Liney, standpoint yeah. of that organization that needs people Liney is to the kind of believe in them, it's Liner. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. How crazy is it that five of the biggest RFAs are still we, RFAs yeah, we know. right now? That's insane. Charlie. insane. Hey, Mike, how do you feel about Charlie McAvoy? Yeah, he's a great guy. You sign anytime soon? Probably fucking not. 
Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. That's good. I'm glad you're talking to me. That's all you wanted to say. It's got to be Winnipeg. I think, like, Tampa might be sweating it a lot because, like... I don't think Tampa's sweating it at all. They should Voodoo Magic. He's going to sign for $7 million and we're all going to freak out. You know that, right? It's going to be fucking disgusting. Um, my last question is, how many points is Capocacca going to score this year? I'm going to say, I, if I had to set the line, I would 69. set the line at 42. Okay. That would be my, like, that would be my 55. line. 55. Yeah, you think he's going to put up that many? That's if my he, guy. If he's in the top six consistently, if he's on power play one or two? If he does, that would be fantastic. You yeah. see what he did at Worlds? I do. But remember, the Rangers are going to win. We've never had a baby point. like this. We haven't. So you got to go. This is easy. a baby straight out of the womb yeah, with like a briefcase in his hand. That he's a full-grown man, straight out of the womb. Thirty-seven and a half. Wow! Oh, you're, you're lower than me. Hold on. Whoa, hold on. You I'm texting Bob Cabo, who's next to me. Take Greg off the website. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love Caco. I Joe, just, what did you say? You guys know 42. I love Caco more than 42? the next guy. But at the same time, you guys I'm right think, here. and I'm the next guy. No way. <laughs> Ryan, what are you at? <laughs> what are you at, Ryan? You guys, you yeah, guys. Oh, 69 for sure. It's a, you think he's playing 82 games this year? Yeah, have you seen him? Yeah, why wouldn't he's he? He's a monster. We've done this before. Why? What? David Quinn doesn't give a fuck. That's why he won. He's I mean, not benching him more than three times. Howden would have cool, been benching him three times. That's fine. That's still not 82 games. Kako's been kicking the shit out of celiac and diabetes. You think he's going to get yeah, stopped by David Quinn? <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, I have, my no I have no retort. I have uh, no I'd retort. like to take this time to thank everyone, uh, and especially our Patreon subscribers, because I'll read their names. I, this is a live podcast. Yeah, so you are such a piece of shit. Ryan Doyle's sitting right there. Uh, I'll read his. You can do it, too. Uh, Eric Stagg, ben, we- ben Weber, Billy Huff, Sean Taggart, Thomas O'Neill, uh, Mad Dog, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, Mike Smith, Ben Waters, Johnny Thundercock, and uh, Tori from Manhattan. Thank you so much for supporting us. Let's do some Q&A. Who's first come up to me, and we can do questions uh, for, for the panel, if anybody. I think if the first question is from Diana, I'm going to be really upset. No, it's not. It's definitely not. No, it doesn't have to be Ranger-related. 100% related. not happening. Not In fact, we would recommend it to anybody not be Ranger-related. Feel free. There is not, one person Steve, here that wants a Ranger-related question. Hold on. I'll come to you. Like, Price is right. Come on down. There are so many people here that can't get to the front. For those of you listening, I actually have two questions. Good, bring them on. Uh, for oh, um, Steve, I'm from um, Lebanon. You had to think about that. I too have to think about where I'm from. <laughs> Westport, Connecticut, represent. That's all. So, first question: Since Panarin kind of controls play like a center, do you think it would make more sense having him play with uh, Heedle and uh, Kako? Since Kreider has chemistry with Zabanajad, you would have the really KZB line. You think it would? Well, yeah. The the underlying numbers say that like both Panarin and Kreider have the talent to actually drive a line to offense. Like they both generate scoring chances, they both create shots, um, which is one of the reasons why Kreider is so good. Even when he's not scoring, so long as he's not hurt, he's a guy who can move an entire line and generate play or affect play, I should say, like a center. Because of that, it, it's it's great for the Rangers that they have two different wingers that can do that. I do get where you're coming from. I feel like that's because I think Panarin just has all that. Having that someone like Panarin or Kreider on Heedle's wing is going to be really important because, like we all saw last year, he was a guy who was just like one game he's he's just looks unbelievable, and then the next game is just like was was he in the lineup like. And it wasn't always because David Quinn didn't give him an opportunity. It was just some games he didn't show up. Um, having one or one of two of those guys is going to be great. And that, like the worst case scenario is frankly that he gets down in the bottom six. Like that's the thing that everyone dreads is he gets stuck in the bottom six and he doesn't get a real crack at that two C spot. 
especially because there's options, like there's the domestic hob and Ryan Strom and his 22% shooting. Um, but there's also, you know, craft stuff. Like, does he get a crack top six if Beatles comes out kind of crappy? It's tough. Don't forget, you, like, you do need an adult in the room for the kids because you need somebody to kind of show them the ropes, at least on the ice. Canarin Kreider, or Canarin Zabanajad Buchnevich is a very clear, in a way, number one threat for the New York Rangers' best visitor. That creates better matchups for everybody down the line. And yes, Heedle and Kako aren't necessarily sheltered the way that Kravstov might be if he's on the third line, but I think if things don't work out, or Kako's struggling, or if Heedle's struggling, Panarin is kind of the fix-everything, right? You can put him wherever you want to. Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong to think, well, why wouldn't we put him with our two biggest prospects that are in the NHL right now? But see how it goes first. Yeah, you get a Blue Shirt Panther sticker. Anybody who asks a question gets a Blue Shirt Panther sticker. So, all right. This is the Blue Shirt Panther 150-something episode. Yeah, that's the Q&A. Yeah, Sorry. when Ryan knew what episode it was, I was like, oh, good for him. I have no fucking believe, idea. Uh, believe it's my turn to answer. No. No. Hey, my other question is kind of just for Greg. Uh, you Here we fuck. go. <laughs> Give me the sticker back. I'm sorry. Why the hell, with only like 16 games left, did I know he's been struggling? Why did Callaway bench Alonzo yesterday? Because he's a fucking idiot. That's it. That's the answer. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Steve. You. Next question, if anyone. AJ. Let's go. Yeah. All right, hi. This is Lee Ware. I'm from and whatever all that stuff. Yeah, this is Mike. This is Mike Francesa. You got to say him. All right. So, Andrew, people call me AJ mainly on Twitter. I'm from Englewood, New Jersey. Um, questions. So, Tony D'Angelo hasn't signed yet. Yes. Yeah, well, he's a good hockey player, though. Is, is that, he? Is the question? Did he finish the question? Fair point. Fair point. I get it. I get it. I get it. Ryan is getting divorced at the end of the day. How have you gotten got 200 so. episodes, for the love of God? I love it. How much medicine do you give him? <laughs> <laughs> not, not enough, apparently. In any case, uh, so, so, he, so he doesn't sign, so we have to trade him. And GMs around the league who may all be idiots and suck, but nobody can take advantage of that because he's a decent hockey player and he's not going to sign with us at the uh, whatever it is, uh, lowest rate that we can give him. So where does he go? Who's a good option for him? What's a decent return? Before you guys jump in, I just want to remind people, Tony D'Angelo, two organizations gave up on him, not because of what he does on the ice, but because he's just a shitty human being. Fair point. So before we even get to is Tony D'Angelo a good defenseman, we have to dumb down whatever we think his perceived trade value is to the level of, say, a headache. I would a thousand percent agree with that. So what could the Rangers get for him? There's a reason why they're holding out, right? Because I personally don't think Tony D'Angelo is, you know, Kako's gift to earth. I think on a good team, I think on a good team he's probably a third pairing right-handed defenseman that sees time on the second power play unit. No. Better than that. And I, I don't think he's better than that, is the thing. <laughs> he's <laughs> literally elite at zone exits and entries. He's up there with McDavid in terms of the way That's he yours. impacts. Yes, the, getting from the defensive zone to the offensive zone, he's on a garbage team. He was truly elite at, at pass, the, control the puck out of the defensive zone, into the neutral zone, in the offensive I zone. understand that, but there's also the whole That's the lot modern of, game. That's the puck-moving defense. There's still the whole lot of what happens in the defensive zone. Before D'Angelo gets the puck to He's, get it out, like people are quick to judge him because the counting stats are there, and they, they look at, oh, he must suck in the defensive zone. He's not a, a shit show. He, I would agree with you he's that he Mark belongs Stahl. on the third pair, but he's a top pair. He's a 
first unit power play guide by Miles. Let me let me flip the question a little bit. Look that. what he did on the guard. Like the Rangers power play sucked. D'Angelo was the best part of it, other than Zibanejad's shot. I'm gonna give you a tiny shout out here, Nathaniel. Oh, whoa! Shout out to Greg. Your take that the Rangers feel like they don't need D'Angelo, and D'Angelo kind of feels like he doesn't need the Rangers. That and you don't see this stalemate ending. I fully agree with because D'Angelo is going to say, "Fuck you! I'm not making Lemieux money. Fucking I'm better Greg. than Lemieux." And the Rangers are going to say, "We have Truba and Adam Fox. We don't need you." And that's this is where this is kind of turning into. To answer your question, if somebody so yeah, is going to trade for him, it's going to be a situation where like Honka's available right now because they're in a similar situation. Because Greg's right, D'Angelo has a shitload of baggage with him that other teams don't want to deal with. So if you do a change of scenery trade, fine. We'll take Especially D'Angelo. do a small market. You take Honka, small market fine. Would, would take him on. But D'Angelo had 30 points in 62 games last year. He's Honestly, a good yeah. hockey player. He's not – I get it. You don't like him. There's plenty of reasons not to like him. But this is not like Neil Pionk. Like we all were incredibly happy Pionk got traded for Truba. Uh, that's I would an been, understatement. I would have been much less happy if it was what, D'Angelo. What would you say? I would say like – You I, would have been hope. less happy if D'Angelo got traded for Truba? Then I was with. Uh, I'm sorry. I would have. Yeah, I would have been unhappy. I would have been less. Yeah, happy yeah, than, absolutely. Yeah. He has only, more only value because, only because the the situation still exists where Neil Pionk. Correct. Gets Pionk would have still been on the team. Right. Yeah. And so that's what you're. We're not comparing Neil Pionk to Tony D'Angelo, the hockey player. No, we're, we're saying comparing him with Neil Pionk still exists yeah. on the Rangers. Correct, and he's yeah. gone. That's a yes. problem. But yeah, I, yeah. I still yes. think D'Angelo okay. is better than Pionk. I would say like, I, I, I would agree with that. I would agree. I would be pretty disappointed if if it's at least not a second round pick to get back. Uh, I was going to say a third. That's I, I, yeah, was. I, I, I would agree with you. I don't think you can get a second round pick. I'm not sure you can either. I don't think you will. The NHL's like, a reputation. If league. you look at what he did, like, he's a, last season, because of the games he missed, he would have finished with 38, 39 points if he played the full season. Like That's just the, the basic numbers, which is what most that's GMs good. care about, the bottom line. Not a lot of defensemen at that age are already producing at that level. Especially like He has them. all the baggage, awful. Awful, all that baggage. Getting but into like, fights on Twitter with Rangers fans. Like, not good things. Yeah, while he's in contract <laughs> negotiations, he's, he's talking to Nick Mercadante yeah, about pizza. He won't chirp at me. The pizza boy. Do you want I tag him in everything. I was like, chirp? He's a joke. Hi, uh, Dan. This is yours. From? Uh, uh, Levittown. Levittown? Yeah. Um, who do you, who do you guys uh, want to be uh, the next uh, Rangers captain? <laughs> Thank you for asking the question. We really appreciate your listenership. Thank you so Remember much. Remember that this is the 200th episode of Blue Shirt Breakaway. Oh, yeah. I'll step in. We gave you a sticker. He gave you that. It's a legitimate question. I'm going to give a legitimate answer. Oh, thank you. I just think there, there are two things in this world that I don't care about. The Rangers' third alternative jersey and who the captain's going to be. I think the next actual Ranger captain. You don't have to write articles on August 15th very much. I sure you? don't because my website doesn't put a gun to my head. It's wonderful. Um, well, hold on. <laughs> Time out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If if I had to say, if there's a human being on the New York Rangers that I think will be a captain one day, it's Capacaco. But it's, I'm not going to give probably him probably Keandre Miller. Well, I, 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 look, I think the social media team is gearing us up for Zibanejad, to Thank be honest. You. I think you. it's Mika. I, they're putting a lot of like – He's he only has a couple of left, but I, I truly don't think this conversation matters until Mark Stahl walks away from hockey. I would agree. That or Henrik Lundqvist, because he's, he's the de facto captain. Fact. Fact. I don't think he's the right. captain. Zibanejad's my answer in a nicer way than Greg said. I don't well, think, I don't think captains matter. <laughs> I, I want to apologize for Greg. I Thank you for listening. What? I do think it matters. I don't think it matters. Nobody gives a shit. I think it matters. It changes the whole dynamic of the Anybody locker room. Anybody else? You have leadership. Oh, come on, but the locker room knows who the leader is. You and the Ranger here. 
Right here, you get the sticker. I like the Wolfpack hat. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Everybody who asks a question gets a sticker. Because fuck you. <laughs> this is the way that this goes. Oh. You spend your money on Pope yeah, outfits. Right, so. I don't we when spend we, quarters uh, to buy Hold on, on. I didn't hear a name and where you're from. All right. I'm Steve from Queens. Hey. Steve from Queens. Are you a Met fan? Uh, Life yeah, sucks. Yeah. You can be honest with me. <laughs> I have to be. But, um, you don't have to be. Life is good if you're not. Steve from Queens, I notice you you have what looks like a waterproof watch. Oh, oh it is, yeah. yeah there you do go. you wear your waterproof watch in the shower? No, but I do That's wear good. it in the ocean. I did that as a young man. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I was saving time every day. I don't have to put on my watch. That's a very good point. And your question. And I was an idiot. <laughs> you went on a 30-minute rant about the Mets, talking about Alonzo. I, I got a, another. It is I don't only, know what baseball it is. is. I, am, I, I was looking first. You want another 30 minutes? Talking. I can do another 30 minutes. So you please want. ask the question. For the love of God, ask the question. So when do we see Keandre Miller in the Rangers jersey? And how excited can we be? I honestly think maybe as soon as next year. I would say next year, too. I'm going to go two years. I think they give him time. I really do. They, they, I, this year if, was kind of If he didn't get time. hurt, I think he would have been in this camp up here for competing for a spot on this roster. Genuinely, I'm convinced of that. He, he's going to be a big-time player for the United States and the World Juniors this year. Absolutely. Hopefully he doesn't get sick again. Um, I think he's going to put up monster numbers in Wisconsin as a sophomore. The, the, the case against him being here next year, I'm sure, I'm sure which is something you were going to mention, is he's still learning this position. He, he only started last year. Yeah, which is like – that's a big was, deal. But There was like a year and a half ago. I, I think – you could see him next year. I'm already driving a hype train, so my hands are on the yeah. wheels. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would be driving I'm that train if it wasn't Get all, ready for churchofmiller.com. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we have know. other ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about, like, I'm all about Capo Cap. Bob, I'm all I'm about crowd right stuff. Side. But yeah. Keandre Miller, to me, is just, like, just become Colton Franco. That's what I want you to do. Just become a guy who's just underrated, does everything well, is big, but can skate well, disrupts offense, doesn't take penalties. Like, Franco was the best defenseman in the playoffs last year. By a mile. He was unbelievable. He was dragging around Jay Bomeister, and the Blues won the cup. I think it was him and Petrangelo played like a combined 43 minutes a game at even strength, you know, in, in the cup final. Right. Like having a guy like that, that's what Keandre Miller can be. He just skates so well. He's a natural athlete. He has the range and everything. He can jump up an offense. He but is like, Just give me a healthy season and then get him here. You can be super excited. Like there's Yeah, you that, can be as thrilled as you want. Last he year was a was steal. Ridiculous like, offense. Like, it's so funny because like we look at like draft day trades like trading up or trading down to get a guy. This was one of those where just a home run. Like it made so much sense for them. They went out and got their guy. I'm trying to ignore the fact that Greg just burped into a microphone. Um, it's like he's it's his first time. The look right. It's unbelievable. The look right. I do this every week. I don't know what you want. Don't ever miss another live show, please, people. Because <laughs> if the show is here, you can't. You can't. Just a side it. effect of the medicine. It's disgusting. Um, does anyone else have questions? Anyone else want to come up? Come on, hey, come on down. Do, 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 do. Okay. He gets two stickers. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he talked to me. Uh, he was nice uh, to me. Okay. Yeah, so hi. This is Akil from, from Brooklyn, New York. ABK. Um, Kevin Durant still sucks. Hey, so let's go next. Hey. Julius Randle. All right, so I'm going to be annoying again. I'm going to bring up the same thing I brought up last live show. Um, I don't think you're wearing a watch. Also, it doesn't tell you the date. What's wrong with you? Greg, what's wrong with you? Um. So, I you say so much. I want to ask, which one so is, do you much. think what is you? a bigger failure? The That um, both of Ryan Strom and Nesta are still on this team, or that the Rangers 
have not gone out of their way to invite 25-year-old Vladimir Tikachev from the KHL in a down season. And is now at a point per game He's under contract from some organization, right? He was given a new contract by, uh, by SK St. Petersburg. Last year, he put up 16 points in 55 games. Now he is a point per game at 6%. Well, I, I, I feel like the, the answer to this is, is the second part if that he doesn't have restrictions before that. Does he have restrictions? I don't, he, sure. he did come to the Rangers camp at some point like three years ago. And I do remember we were, yeah, we were super excited about yeah. it. And we thought it was going to happen, and then he got signed. It's, it's a slam dunk if there were no restrictions on him. I don't yeah, know yeah. if they could have taken him this year. If they could have, I well, mean, at, least, at least not at minimum wage, right? No, uh, right, and that's done. that's the flip side too. Don't forget, this is not the Rangers of last year. Like they have zero, they have big issues with the cap that yeah. they're going to have to navigate through. I think still having Strom and Nemestikov here, while it's a failure, I don't think it's catastrophic. I, I think they went out of their way to try to trade both, like a lot. Don't, Definitely Nemestikov. I don't think they I don't tried know to trade about. Strom. I legit don't know about. They could have traded him. They could have traded. They traded VC. While the stock was high, that was the right 100%. time to trade Strom. I've kept all the receipts from everybody who told me Strom is going to be amazing. If, 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 if there were to be a, dif- a, a difference between Strom and VC, my only argument is VC, while he's only being paid for one more year, the acquiring team does have another year of control, right? Sure. So if there is a reason why it was easier to trade VC as opposed to Strom, it's you're getting him for a very low salary and you're getting him for an extra year, which is valuable to a team like Buffalo specifically. Sure. Where Strom, it's it's, but he's an RFA. You still get the team next year. Who Strom? Yeah. No, he's a free agent next year. I don't think so. I think I, he's an RFA. I Look will, it up. I will bet. I will bet good money. And you know I like to bet. Greg loves betting. Last chance for questions. If anyone wants to come up, come on down. Strom's an RFA. He is an RFA. Is he really? Boom. Yeah. Got it. What did, what did we? What's good what money? Did we bet. What was the good money? Uh, we didn't. You didn't. Yeah. Uh, you look like a guy from Levittown. Levittown? No, Griffin from Pomona. Uh, Pomona. Pomona. That's right. Uh, That's right. Pass it out. Give one a ride. Do me a favor. Guys who were former members of the team or just the organization in general, you guys who are no longer part of the team, you guys to get on the podcast. I got two that come to mind. Like Ron Duguay is not part of the broadcast team anymore. Never mind. Then then never mind. (laughs) And everybody's favorite, Sean Avery. I just see him. He's always – He's we, everybody's favorite. We have definitely we we have reached out to Sean Ivey. So have we, and it has not yeah. bore fruit. I will let you know that there's a lot of people we've reached out to before that you yeah. don't know that we haven't reached out to, and they have politely said no. Where have um, we reached out to? I, well, MSG's, let's burn the bridges. Let's do it. MSG is you know we've we've almost had Adam Graves on multiple times now. Um, that, is, that is true. Um, there's a couple other people we've reached out to, but really Kevin Weeks. It is up to you. Yes, uh, t- Tanner Glass, ball's in your court, friend. Well, he works for the Rangers, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, they recently told us no. Yeah, so, uh, M- MSG likes to put a kibosh on, look, God bless him for doing it, but... Kako bless him, is what he meant. Uh, yeah, it's one and the same. But yeah, no, part, part, of, part of it is MSG's got a very tight lip. We're not spitting chicklets, it ain't going to happen. Really yeah, I, we've uh, for however many of you listen to our podcast, I think we've been blackballed for like four years now. So remember when had, we almost had Dan Carcillo? We had a lot of people who like we almost had Dan too. Yeah, Dan wanted to come on, and then all of a sudden he didn't. Yeah, that was tough. Okay, yeah, actually. Actually. We, uh, and then we've been outright told no yeah, by the absolutely. team we, a bunch. Of I times. promise, we try very hard. We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, any other questions before we end this end this Q and A session? We're getting a sticker. we found. Okay, one more from. This is a lot. What's your name? Oh. Hi, I'm Joe. And from? Farmingdale? Yeah. You suck. Uh, my question question? is, uh, oh, thank you. My question is, uh,
Yeah, big big fan. First time, first time. Sure. First time, first time for the yeah, sure. Yeah. No, can I get another time, sticker? Time. Yeah, you can have as many stickers as you want. Oh, perfect. Yeah, there you, go. you want three? That was all I had. Thank you, guys. Okay. <laughs> what? All right. Wow, got to got If you want a sticker, sticker, you can just come up and ask. I'll give you a sticker. I want to thank everyone for listening to the 200th episode of Bullshit Breakaway. Thank everyone for being here. I appreciate it so much for coming out on a Saturday afternoon. We love you so much. And the 157th episode. And the 157th of episode Banter, of you know, Bushwick Banter. We'll see you guys next time. Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. October 3rd. We're back. Uh, well, I'm back. Ryan is still stuck in Vegas, so he's not talking with us. But I got Dom Luce Chisholm, the feature writer for The Athletic. He's been covering a whole bunch of stuff for The Athletic. Uh, Dom, say hello. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Uh, let's just get right into it. You've been cranking out 31 team previews, giving everyone a slice of what they can expect for each team. The Rangers, no different. Uh, you have them kind of where we feel like the Rangers are going to be this season. Uh, not quite good enough to consider themselves true contenders, but probably good enough to keep it interesting all year. Is there anything that really surprised you as you were digging into the Rangers? I think the the biggest thing that surprised me with the Rangers is their center ice depth, which my model has ranked as the league's worst. Obviously, Mika Zibanejad is great, and he could be even better with Artemi Panarin next to him. But after that, it gets really bleak as the team is hoping one of Chaitil, Anderson, or Howden can emerge as a real bonafide top six center or even a middle six center. And I don't think they showed that yet. I think they're all three of their first season was last year. Maybe they played a bit before that, but in their time with the Rangers so far, they were one of the team's, I guess, worst possession players and I guess it was surprising that the team didn't bring anyone in to uh, as a sort of a stopgap before they really developed into something. Was there anyone you were I don't want to say you someone that you were expecting them to sign but was there anyone you thought the Rangers could have brought in maybe in the form of I mean Brian Boyle is still just sitting there unsigned as we're less than a week out from the start of training camp not that I think the Rangers have any kind of cap space to do anything they really want to do but was there someone to you that felt like an obvious stopgap that could help the Rangers be a little bit more competitive this season? Uh, it's tough to say. Cause I, like, I don't even, it's been so long already. That I don't even remember like who was truly available, but the fact that a guy like Brian Boyle is still out there, I feel like he could relieve some of the pressure of the center position for them. He's not the strongest center by any means. He's like, he's a fourth line guy, but, he could. He has NHL experience, and he could help each of those guys grow into something more with just his experience. I think, and I don't. I'm not usually the type to say that, but for a team with three second-year players manning their center ice, I feel like it would be a necessary thing. And it, your your preview covered this a little bit, and I I think it's something we try and talk about. The Rangers are trying to do that very precarious dance where they're both still rebuilding, but they've also added a couple with now pieces that makes it a little imperative for them to be competitive as soon as this season. Do you think it's necessarily the worst thing in the world? If the Rangers struggle at points this season and don't make the playoffs. 
I, I don't. I feel like they're still a couple pieces away. And I know a lot of people will point to signing Panarin and trading for Truba. Both have got two guys who I guess will sort of veer away from their prime years by the time the Rangers are actually competitive. And they're also good enough to take the Rangers away from a really high draft pick. But at the same time, those types of players aren't available often. They're not really that old and they sort of accelerate the rebuild where they might be not very good this year, but the Rangers have this strong pipeline. I think Corey Pronman had them rated as the best in the league. And if those guys start coming in and you have these elite pieces at forward and defense now added, I think it's a good foundation to bring those prospects in. And you mentioned how the most surprising part to you of the Rangers being a little lackluster was their center depth. The part of the team where fans, analysts, everyone who takes a hard look at this team, the part of the team that we all kind of look at as the team's weakest part, it's generally the defense. I know in your piece you mentioned the surprising and yet not surprising decision to buy out Kevin Shattenkirk. The Rangers, whether they like it or not, are going to run out Mark Saul for another 82 games this year which in and of itself isn't exactly the most ideal thing in the world. Were you, were you expecting it to be better, worse? They added Truba, they added Fox, but as we said, they, it's not exactly world beaters playing on the blue line. Uh, I think like I had them rated 24th, and I think that's about as good as you can ask for, given what was there before. I, I wasn't really fond of removing Shankirk especially when Mark Stahl was right there. And I think his buyout was more palatable, but I do understand the logic and with Shannon Kirk's main ability being on the power play and the team spending that much money on Truba, I would imagine they want him to man it. And I get that in a sense, but there's, there's a lot of growth that needs to be had here. And we need to see what Adam Fox can be in the NHL. We need to see what Hayek can be in the NHL. We need to see if Tony D'Angelo can be stronger defensively because he's a great puck mover. And we need to see if Truba can be the number one guy he looks like he can be with uh, the Jets. You mentioned specifically as well about the other, one of the problems the Rangers can't really control, but it's working against them, just how good the East is. Um, And a lot, a lot of that is lifted up by the dominance we're kind of expecting from the lightning, the Bruins, and the Leafs over in the Atlantic. But the Metro, it's both wide open in terms of we don't really know who's going to win it. But part of that is because outside of, honestly, the three New York area teams, aren't exactly a lot of teams in this division that are going to be threatening for bottom of the league, right? Isn't that part of the thing, part of the problem working against the Rangers going into this season? Yeah, so I had the Rangers last in the division. That's not because they're necessarily like a terrible team. They, I think they, they have the highest points projection for a last place division team. Maybe, no, I, I, I think the Central is higher. But the Rangers at like I have them at 85 points, and that's that would be pretty good for a team finishing last in their division because every team in the Metro has a chance. Every team can be competitive. And that includes the Rangers as well. Like they're, they could have a strong, unexpected season with the guys they brought in, but it'll be tough because 
as much as Columbus lost, they still have a solid foundation and they could surprise like the Islanders did last year. The Islanders are due to regress, but they still have that defensive structure that could be very effective. The Flyers, they had a lot of goaltending woes last year, but those should be gone now with Carter Hart, and I expect their power play to be better too. And then the rest of the teams, uh, Carolina, Washington, Pittsburgh, am I, I'm not missing. I think I think that's all of them. Yeah, those are... The, the, the Devils are the only one I think you haven't mentioned. Oh, the Devils, yes. Yeah, the Devils. Uh, the Devils made some great moves this offseason, and I don't think they were as bad as their finish last year either. And I think they... They should be in the mix. And then the other three, as I was mentioning, uh, they look like the class of the Metro, as they always are. And they have the most high-end talent, the most depth, and should be right up there. So it's a, it's just a huge uphill battle for the Rangers. Throughout this series that you've been doing for the Athletic, was there a team that jumped off the page to you? Not not necessarily a team you were expecting to grade out great, right? Like the the Lightning it would have been more stunning if they were middle of the road than it is them being one of the four teams with realistic Stanley Cup odds. But was there a team you were expecting to be maybe an also-ran that once you put them through your system, you're like, oh, damn, the hell's going on over here? Yeah. So if you've been following the pre- – I don't know when this podcast release, maybe this preview will already be out by then, but uh, if you've been following the previews, you'll notice that it's – taken a very long time to get to the Minnesota Wild, who everyone has in the league's basement, and my model thinks will be closer to average. And that's a big part of that is their defense and their expected goals rate, which was actually, I believe, top five last year. So with the changes I made over the summer to my model that emphasized that and made the Wild look much stronger um i'm not a big fan of their goaltending i think it's covered it's covered up a lot by the defense that they have and obviously there's not a lot of scoring threats but if the team's defense can be as strong as it was last year if goaltending can be a little better i think they might be able to surprise some people this year you could have put the preview out any earlier just possibly save paul fenton's job though right yeah um, how about on the other end of the spectrum, a team we would normally think as a playoff team that your model is saying better shot in the lottery than they do in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know about the lottery, but I think there's two teams I'd have in mind. The first is the Islanders who finished with 103 points last year. And, uh, they're the team that looked to get there with a lot of good fortune. A lot of the stats people said they're going to regress, they're going to regress. And this year is the year where it seems like that's likely. I think they will fight for a playoff spot, but I think they should see a dramatic drop-off from where they were last year. And I think at this point in the analytics movement, that is an accepted take and people get it, but there's still some detractors who will think otherwise. The other one, I think, I honestly think this is one of the spicier takes, and I tweeted that out uh, on on Tuesday night, is that I don't think the Winnipeg Jets are going to be as strong as they were the past two years. I think last year's second half was very troubling. The exodus of Truba, who's now in, with the Rangers, obviously, and as well as Myers and Ben Chirot, 
leaves a defense that looks very, very thin. And there's also the Brian Little problem where they lack a true second-line center. And there's also Connor Hellbuck, who sort of dropped off after a Vesna caliber campaign the year before. And there's just a lot of ifs on the team, and I'm not as sold that they'll be a contender this year. Are you telling me Neil Pionk isn't the solution to every ill that plagues the Winnipeg Jets? That can't be. Uh, oh, man. I, I can't imagine what it's like uh, having to uh, have watched him in the past two years, but I'm sure you're very thrilled that you no longer have to. <laughs> Pionk, Pionk's one of the interesting char- characters where you watch him uh, at five on five and on the power play, and it you can see flashes of what – a lot of people hope that he is, but there was nothing in New York as close to a guaranteed goal against than a Mark Stahl, Neil Pionk penalty kill yeah. unit. It was Dom. I got to tell you, uh, I, I won't see as many years at the end of my life because of that 81, 82 game stretch that I had to endure last season. Yeah, I I can imagine uh Pionk. And I think it was, exacerbated too because i think they the rangers had him in a shutdown role as well so he's playing top comp every night and i can't imagine that's uh doing great for rangers fans psyche watching that on a nightly basis at at the same time though credit where credit's due maybe jeff gordon knew all he had to do was give neil pionk 20 minutes a night and then some other gm would be like well if the rangers were giving him 20 minutes a night there's got to be something here there's got to be a value to this player that, uh, that could be a huge market inefficiency for a lottery teams. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> I'm, we're Jeff Gorton, he's just he's playing chess while everyone else is playing hopscotch. You got to respect it. Yeah. Uh, before I let you go, Dom, it's hard to let anyone tied to hockey media go before we talk about what in the world is going on with all the restricted free agents. Uh, where, where do you stand in the latest Mitch Marner kerfuffle? I, oh man, I, I don't know. Cause uh, the leaked reports today were uh, truly insane. And I, I can't believe that it's gotten this far and how uh, truly petty it seems that Marner's camp is being uh, still, I sort of, sort of talking about schedule B bonuses from his entry level deal. It just seems, I just, I just can't fathom it. And I, I respect the hustle and I think, these RFAs should hold their ground and get their money because they do deserve it. They like, if you think about it with, from the Rangers perspective, they gave Artemi Panarin almost 11 and a half million or just over. I, I can't exactly recall the number, but the sense is that he is 27 and over the t- length of the deal, he will probably be worth that 11.5. But a player like Marner, who might be equal to Panarin now, will probably succeed over him during the length of the contract. And yet these RFAs are getting paid significantly less than that. So I I see the argument and I see the fight. But at the same time, the market doesn't bear it right now. And it would take a seismic shift to do that. And I guess that's what they're fighting for now. And we'll see what happens. Is there, I, I guess there, there is the scenario, but what is the actual realistic return in a trade for Mitch Marner? Like if, it, if we get to point break level, 
where the the Leafs have no choice, but no other team also wants to give up the offer sheet. We live in a world where Jacob Truba was able to get back Winnipeg's own first round draft pick in Neil Pionk. Are people setting expectations too high for a possible Mitch Marner deal? It, it really depends based on the price. Cause I imagine a lot of teams will balk at that rumored ask and that probably limits how much they want to trade for him. But considering his age and his upside, I think he's definitely worth a massive return. I'm just not sure what that return would be. And I would imagine that no part of that return will be as strong as Marner actually is. What a what a world we live in where this has come to this point on the eve of training camp. Don, before I let you go, who wins the Metro this year? And are is it a foregone conclusion that the Lightning are going to win the East? Nothing is a foregone conclusion in hockey, and uh, that's what makes it so fun, and that's what gives teams like the Rangers hope every year. And I... I don't think the Lightning are a foregone conclusion. They're obviously the favorites, but I would still take the odds of any of the 15 other teams in the East. As for the winner of the Metro, I I think it might be time that uh, Washington's reign comes to an end, and I really like the Hurricanes to make the jump there. I, I couldn't remember if it was you who tweeted out that the Hurricanes were still going off at minus 105 to win the Metro. But it's it's one of the tastier bet. Oh, not win the Metro, but I think was it make the playoffs? It was make the playoffs. That's that, uh, that line is long gone now. I think I, I looked the other day and it was like minus one seventy now. Oh no! This is what happens when you get Jake Gardner and you somehow turn Justin Falk into Andres Case. Yeah, unfair. Uh, Dom, plug your stuff. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Dom Lustrician, Dom L-U-S-Z-Z-Y-S-Z-Y-N. I'm sure if you just type Dom L, it'll be fine. And you can find me at The Athletic, where I will be churning out more season preview content until the end of September. Awesome, Dom. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Good luck this season. Good luck with all the work. Uh, the previews have been fantastic. And if anyone hasn't read the Rangers or any other team they might be interested in, Please, by all means, go find them. They are magnificent. Have a good night, bud. Thank you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger has got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.